Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesser of WrestleZone.com, joined by the prodigy, Roxy of Ring of Honor. Roxy, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. So, Roxy, I don't want to bury the lead here. You were the first uh, competitor in the, the Ring of Honor Women's Tournament to like, earn that ticket to gold recently uh, when Ring of Honor restarted their, uh, their, their kickstart in the Women's Division, and, and that uh, is being done with the Women's Division Wednesdays. Uh, you were in the first edition of that, and... Uh, even though the match ended at a time of a draw, uh, Maria Canales Bennett awarded you the first ticket to gold. So just uh, now that you've had some time to kind of reflect on that, how did that feel? And what does it really mean to you to be uh, the first, you know, uh, competitor here in Ring of Honor and, and this uh, re resurging women's division? Um, it's a lot of different emotions that I can't really, like, explain. Uh, I can't really put into words. But um, it's crazy because um, I've... I've been wanting to do this since I was 10 years old um, and I've been training for it since I was 13. So to finally see things unfold and to kind of like be, I mean, I've always, felt, I've always felt like I've been living out my dream, but now it's like, you know, the real work starts here. Um, so it's really exciting. And then it was a super huge honor to be able to um, bring back the women's division and then uh, to do that with uh, people that I started off on the independent scene with uh, was really, really cool. Um, and then to get the first ticket to get to gold is just amazing. And I think Maria is so awesome, so beautiful, so amazing. So, um, yeah, that was really awesome. I mean, it's just, it really is, I imagine, uh, I, I, it, it's really a special thing to be, uh, really having that first ticket, um, you know, your nickname's The Prodigy. You you just said you've been training since you were, you know, 13. You've been dreaming of this for uh, even longer. And, you know, to be really this, this in a way, uh, kind of leading the charge here as that as that first uh, entry into the tournament, that really is that really is a very special thing. Uh, and, you know, what does that really mean to you to, like, kind of um, be at the forefront of this re return uh, of women's wrestling to Ring of Honor? I mean, uh, it's been something fans have been wanting to see for quite a while, and now we're, uh, we're finally getting it. And, like, what do you think that really, what do you think that, that does for Ring of Honor? And, like, I guess just to elaborate on your feelings about, you know, being uh, like kind of, uh, I guess, uh, the, the proverbial flag bearer in that sense, because you, you, you were the one that got that first ticket. Yeah, um, so I used to watch, I actually used to watch Deanna Prazo a lot on Ring of Honor before. So I think it's really, really cool um, that they brought it back um, because I enjoyed it. So I know that so many other people enjoyed it. Um, and I was just talking about this. I feel like right now is the perfect time for women's wrestling. It's like booming. Um, so, and there's so many, so, so, so many talented women's wrestlers that are on Ring of Honor or that are going to be on Ring of Honor that, you know, um, have been working for so long on the independent scene or have been working so hard. And now they get to showcase their talents on Ring of Honor on like a bigger platform. And I think it's so amazing um, to be able to have like, that that huge opportunity like the women's tournament for the women's championship like I think that's so so friggin' amazing um but yeah like I said it, it's pretty cool it's like full circle just because I I have been working for this for so long and um like a couple of people I've been seeing that are saying like oh like Roxy's been uh been able to like um like bring so much attention to her in such a short amount of time but I'm like no like I've been doing this for a long time um so yeah it's like I said it's a lot of like different emotions that are hard to put into words but it's 
really good, a really good feeling. There is something kind of counterintuitive about that where, you know, you're, you're 19, but you've been working at this for already several years. And, you know, there are many people in the business that haven't even started draining yet, or they're, they're really kind of just getting their feet wet. Uh, so in a way, is it fair to say you kind of have um, a leg up in that sense? And also, uh, I was listening to your interview with Kevin Eck on ROH Strong, and you were talking about the benefits of being trained by Booker T at the Reality of Wrestling and how that really focused on uh, wrestling for television. So, like, th and th those are two ways in which I feel like uh, you do have kind of a leg up um, compared to where some other people might be. Is that fair to say? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was talking about that, and I feel like. Um, like that's why I like reality reality wrestling so much, and that's why you see so many talents coming out of reality wrestling for that reason. Um, I feel like Booker T honestly knows like every single detail about wrestling, and I feel like that's why the people that come out of his school are so good because um, he like not only does he get you ready for TV, which is a big plus because I feel like. I wouldn't have been as ready for Ring of Honor if I didn't have that experience with uh, working cameras and working TV and whatnot. Um, but Booker T also, he focuses on like the very minor, minor details that will make you um, a better wrestler by like a hundred times. Um, so yeah, being able to like learn from him and learn from the trainers at Reality Wrestling is is pretty cool. And I definitely, I always recommend Reality Wrestling to anyone that wants to become uh, a wrestler. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. And, you know, Ring of Honor, it is a television product. So it's not only the the wrestling itself, but wrestling for television is, you know, it's a different challenge. Um, and I can definitely see that the benefit of that. But I do want to ask, like, I was listening to your interview with him on the Ring of Honor podcast. And uh, you said that, like, uh, coming to Ring of Honor is a dream of yours. And, like, I guess uh, in a nutshell, it's like, why Ring of Honor? Like, you know, it, yeah, it's, uh, I'm a fan, obviously. And, like, everyone, Ring of Honor is great. But, like, as, as someone that, you know, you, you got that education and now you're you've been kind of really uh you know really rolling ever since and like uh, even as like i said you've, you've been training since you're 13 and now you're getting you're really kind of getting established what really kind of drew you to ring of honor in that sense compared to some other possibilities um i think like growing up i just always wanted to get to wwe of course right it was just the dream but as i like starting off wrestling so young you're, you're not going to go to WWE right away because it's not legal. <laughs> so um, uh, I just fell in love with the craft and I was like, I want to wrestle everywhere. Um, and I wasn't always like that, but um, I, I, I kind of just like, like I said, fell in love with the craft and I was like, I want to wrestle everywhere. I want to wrestle in Japan. I want to wrestle Ring of Honor, um, maybe Impact, like everywhere. Um, and I feel like that's why just being able to be a part of Ring of Honor is so special to me because of that reason. Um, you know, I feel like uh, it's not always about like the destination, but just about the journey. And I feel like being at Ring of Honor is going to be like a very, very special part of my journey. That certainly seems like it already, you know, even though you've, you've had, you know, your first match already, but now, you know, looking forward to that uh, women's uh, tournament for the championship, you have a shot to potentially be the, 
the the first uh, Ring of Honor like women's world champion, all like in this new chapter of women's wrestling in Ring of Honor. I mean, sitting here today, that's got to feel pretty darn cool, right? I mean, that's a pretty big yeah. opportunity for you. I, again, there's that constant balance where like you're 19, but you already have been working for it for for several years now. Yeah, it's exciting, but it's like it's like no pressure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's it's definitely an interesting kind of uh, balance of of narratives. So again, just that experience versus youth. But uh, to me, I think one interesting kind of possibility is that you know you're 19. You you're uh, if, I think it's easy to forget that you have been working for so long, or you know, relatively uh, training, you know, getting experience. But then uh, someone that recently competed, uh, and and that is definitely one of the names to watch in this uh, resurging women's vision is Angelina Love, uh, a former women's champion as well. Is that a potential matchup you have in mind? And like, in, in a way, that's kind of like two opposite ends of the spectrum where you're the prodigy, you're this very young, uh, newly established star, and Angelina Love has been, you know, kind of leading, a, a leading women's like, champion, uh, main event level uh, wrestler for over a decade now. Like that, is that something that's kind of uh, on your mind? Yeah, definitely. Um... You know, uh, being the prodigy, I want to come after anyone, anywhere. So um, definitely Angelina Love is like at the top of my list because uh, of course she is like a Ring of Honor legend. So um, to be able to wrestle her and to, to have that story, um, like you said, like, like she is the veteran and I'm the newbie. And as we saw with Quinn McKay, she doesn't really like newbies. So, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um, uh, I really, really, really have faith that I'll go very far in the tournament. So um, I, I definitely feel like a match with Angelina Lowe is coming. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and it's obviously, at least sitting here today, it's definitely a possibility. You're, you're, you're both going to be in the tournament. So, you know, it is definitely a possible outcome. Um, and that's other possibilities we now know include uh, Miranda Elise and Trisha Dora. They earned their spot in, in the tournament. I think that was last week. Uh, um, have you had any real, I think I wasn't Miranda trained by uh, Booker as well. I thought I remember. Yes. Do you have, yes, any, do you have any history of her? Um, so I, I didn't train with her. because She was already gone. Um, I think she had moved to, to Mexico, I believe. Um, but uh, I ha I've had a couple of matches with her. I think I've had like maybe two or three um so i am pretty familiar with her um but i've always wanted to rest, wrestle trisha dora um i've seen uh her work on like the independent scene and i saw her wrestle on a show in texas that i was on um and i thought she was super awesome so to be able to like see her on ring of honor too is pretty cool um so hopefully i get that matchup Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, again, sitting here today, it certainly is a possibility because it's uh, nobody knows how the, the bracket's going to unfold and, you know, what's really going to happen. And it's, I'm sure all, all the fans are looking forward to seeing that. Um, but, you know, one, I don't want to hammer on the age thing too much, but I guess in a general sense, you know, uh, what would you say has been the biggest challenge as someone that, you know, it is very genuinely unique to, to really start training at the age of 13 and you know I think I, I remember hearing your first match was at 14 like these are things that yes. you really don't that aren't part of the the average experience so like how you know now that you're really getting really you know get, you're got a lot of momentum you're really getting established here kind of looking back on it what would you say has kind of been the biggest challenge uh in in that that journey of being someone that uh you know started 
you know, training so young and, and now, you know, you, you've made it this far and like this kind of, you met, you said earlier, the, the destination versus the journey, like what, looking back on the journey, uh, what, what would, what's been the biggest challenge or obstacle so far? Um, I guess like it is a, it's a big plus like my age, uh, starting off so young, but starting off so young, wasn't a big plus <laughs> because um, like not many people took me seriously because of my age, um, uh, which is, is like is expected. Right. But um, I feel like I always say this, but I feel like uh, your age has nothing to do with how much heart you have. And like someone that's like uh, like 13 can have more heart than someone that's like in their 30s or, you know, so I feel like that has nothing to do with it. But that was a challenge starting off. Um, uh, because like I said, I, I knew I always wanted to do it. So I knew that I was like as serious as all the other older people that I was wrestling around. Um, but of course there's people that, that didn't, didn't think the same. Um, so like when I first started, um, I was still doing like local shows, like my first few matches, of course. Um, and I remember one of the shows, I had like a dark match on this uh, independent show. And my whole family went to go see me. They had like the Roxy shirts and everything. And like five minutes before I'm about to go out, like they cut my match. And I was like, oh, I was like, no, it was so sad. But, um, but yeah, I feel like that was just one of the moments where I was just like, okay, like, like I'm going to prove them wrong one day. Like, and I feel like that's just what you have to do. You just have to like, not let all of these obstacles like get the best of you and kind of just like remember why you started and try to remember the end goal and that's what I did and um I would like like I said I wanted to prove everybody wrong and I feel like that's what I'm doing now absolutely and I, I like that uh that answer about how you know age doesn't to de doesn't determine how much heart you have especially the comparison of a 13 year old or whatever, a te just a teenager, generally speaking, could have even more heart than someone in, in their 30s, uh, even uh, comparing specifically in the wrestling business. I do like that kind of comparison there. Uh, but you mentioned your family and how they're at that show. And I, I do want to ask, like, again, you know, it's pretty crazy being the, being someone that started training at 13, started officially wrestling at 14. Like, how, and I remember hearing you talk a little bit about your, that your family's been supportive on the Ring of Honor podcast. But like, how, how important has that support been? I mean, it, it must be challenging to be uh, entering this world from a young age and to continuing to chase that dream uh and it's 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 a it's a tough business obviously so how how uh how uh, influential how how helpful has the, your family support been throughout all this um very very helpful um you're right it was pretty hard especially because um you know i was still in school so uh, i was also taking like college classes while i was in high school um so i was dealing with you know like the pressures of starting off in high school and, you know, the social pressures and then worrying about like uh, schoolwork and college work and then going home and going to training and then wrestling on weekends and traveling and like uh, trying to like get merch done and like all of these things that like 16 years old and you're just like, <laughs> it's like stressful, but um, it was worth it. Um, and I feel like having the support of my family, like I, definitely wouldn't have been able to do that without them um uh when I was uh, I can't remember exactly how old I was but like I said I've always been so serious about it and when I was younger I would start searching up wrestling schools 
And uh, that's when I found Reality of Wrestling. And I was like, oh, it's in Houston. So I remember telling my parents, um, when I turn 18, I'm going to move away from Laredo and I'm going to start my journey of becoming a professional wrestler um, at Reality of Wrestling. And they were like, okay. Um, but then I ended up training earlier than expected and won the Diamond Division Championship at 18. And that definitely, definitely would not have been possible if my parents hadn't been so supportive and like allowed me to start living out my dream at 13, 14. Um, so yeah, I'm so, so grateful for them. Um, especially because I know like that's not the case for everyone. Like I've heard stories where, oh, wrestlers, they had to move out before they could start wrestling or it took them so long because, you know, they didn't have their parents' support. So to be able to have that, like I... I, I try not to take it for granted. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I imagine it is definitely, uh, I don't want to say an advantage, but it's a very, just, it's a generally a great thing to have that support, to really be able to, to chase your dream with the support of your family and to be able to do that, whereas you know, other people unfortunately can't. But uh, something that's been on my mind is that you know, you're, you're enjoying the success. You just mentioned you won the, ti you won the title when you were 18. Now you're in uh, the, women's, uh, the, the Ring of Honor Women's Tournament. Uh, when does, at least, in, at least, uh, hypothetically, like when does, when do you stop being the prodigy and when do you start being, <laughs> you know, I don't, it feels to me like the prodigy is something that's kind of steeped in like, I don't know. It feels like that's connected to your one's young age. Like, what do you see that kind of becoming a thing of the past? If so, and if so, like when, cause like, when does, when do you stop being this prodigy that's like, you know, commended for her young, your young success and start being disappreciated for your success. Like, uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so I don't know. I mean, eventually I do know that, uh, it, the prodigy is a big part of me, but it will go eventually. Um, but I feel like that's, uh, that's always been what I've like had to worry about. So like when I was 17, they called me the 17 year old sensation. And I remember that whole year, I was just like, well, I can't be 17-year-old sensation forever. Like, what am I going to do next year? <laughs> um, and I would, like, I would ask people, like, in wrestling, like, like how did you know that you were going to be this? And how did you figure out, like, that you were going to be, that you were this? Or, you know, um, and I was told once that uh, you're, you're, you're not going to find it by going and finding it like it's going to come to you like like that's just how wrestling is um eventually you're just going to find yourself and it's just going to happen one day and that's exactly what happened with the prodigy is like i didn't expect to be the prodigy you know um but it it was actually the fans that started chanting that at shows and i was like huh like i actually like that and so you know like they gave me the name and so i feel like that's just how wrestling is like you just you know, you just end up finding yourself. Yeah, and and so maybe maybe somewhere down the road, you know, the fans will chant something else, and it'll be right? just as good, if not better. You know that. I'm like, uh, well, I like yeah. <laughs> you know, and I I imagine uh, that that very well could happen. Is like you said, wrestling. It is this very uh, dynamic thing where you you know you like you said you'd expect to be the project, but then it happened and you rolled with it. So uh, just to kind of circle back and into a more of a general sense. You know, you mentioned you were this big WWE fan. I remember hearing you you're describing how much you really. Uh, uh, I guess in some ways idolized or at least looked up to AJ Lee. But now, you know, w would you say there were uh, any other really big influences in your career in terms of women's wrestling and, you know, people that have 
that kind of stood out to you either in the in the past or like in terms of the legends or or even in a more uh, recent sense people that you've really kind of modeled yourself after or uh, looked up to in that sense yeah um well Paige was definitely one of them especially because uh you know we kind of have the same story in a way like she started off when she was really young I can't really remember what age she started but I know she started really young and uh I was inspired by that um so kind of what I wanted to do was like I tried to remember like what was I inspired by and then once I remembered I was like okay I'm gonna inspire people in this way um but uh yeah she was definitely like a big part of that um Kylie Ray actually I was um she was she was a big part of like helping me out when I first started um like I said not many people took me seriously but she was one of the first people I think I had my first match with her when I was like 16 and she instantly was like you're amazing and I'm gonna help you in any way I can and um which like it still gives me the chills to this day because she's just like an all-around amazing person um but yeah she's she's an amazing wrestler um and I remember I would like study a lot of her matches when I first started and I just thought I mean I'm sure you can agree with me she's awesome absolutely <laughs> um but yeah definitely her as well yeah I'm glad I made the page comparison because that's something that really uh that I was thinking of listening to your uh, on the the Ring of Honor Strong podcast you're talking about you know this, this crazy journey of going from you know Becoming a wrestling fan at 10, uh, really deciding you want to wrestle at 13, then starting to train at your first match at 14. That's, that is a story that's made for Hollywood. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 and Paige has the, the, there's the, the Fighting for My Family movie. Um, I, I can definitely see, you know, down the road that, that Hollywood might be looking your way because like, it really is an amazing story. And, you know, now you're here in Ring of Honor and I imagine, you know, the sky's the limit. And I'm, I'm, I know I'm looking forward to seeing where, where you go from here. Uh, and, you know, and generally speaking, I wish you the best in the, the women's uh, championship tournament. Um, you got to feel pretty confident that you're going to go pretty far. And uh, regardless, <laughs> Thank you so much. Even, regardless, I hope that uh, in this, you know, resurging women's vision that you'll be, uh, you know, a, a prominent player, whether you're whether you win the tournament or not. I hope that this, you'll be sticking around because uh, you're, again, a great story. And, you know, I'm very, very hopeful that uh, you're, you're your, your momentum is going to continue and take you to uh, even more exciting places. So uh, for now, we have to say that uh, we, we can just look forward to the women's division, uh, the championship tournament in this summer. We're not quite sure when that will be yet, but of course, uh, one, one more details come out, we will let you all know. And uh, in the meantime, um, do you have any, uh, anywhere you, the fans can follow you on social media or anything, or anything you want to plug like that? Um, yeah, so um, my Instagram is actually, uh, you find me at underscore ROKC. Um, my Twitter is uh, the Roxy underscore, which is T-H-E-R-O-K-C underscore. And then um, I have a pro wrestling tea store. So you can find that at prowrestlingtees.com slash be real Roxy. Awesome. Well, Roxy, thank you so much for your time today. And I wish you the very best uh, in, the, in the women's division, the, the championship tournament and beyond. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for your time today.